guys, and welcome to the Scarif Transmission Episode 2. Today, uh, I wasn't really planning on doing an episode, I was hoping to make this more of a weekly thing, but uh, some really big news <laughs> dropped again, so um, I'm just going to do an episode now. There'll still be a normal one, I think, on Monday. Um, it's going to be about uh, whether or not Ray is a Mary Sue, so stay tuned for that one. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Um, Lucasfilm has just announced that Game of Thrones creators David Benoif and D.B. Weiss to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. So we already had the Ryan Johnson trilogy announced. There's still Solo coming out and Episode Nine. So that's five movies in production right there. But on top of that, Disney's just announced we're getting more, um, which isn't a problem. It's Star Wars. I'm I'm happy to have more Star Wars movies, but I just I wonder if they're going a little bit too fast. Um, but let's delve into a little bit more like what these guys have done. So obviously they've made um, Game of Thrones, which is kind of a big deal. You know, there's however many seasons and uh, it's kind of set the bar for making like fantasy television like they've started doing other shows to kind of mimic that success like the Shannara Chronicles and um, they're doing a Lord of the Rings show um, like they're they're trying everybody's trying to capitalize on the gold that was struck with this uh, this Game of Thrones show that um, these creators helped adapt so it's like a good choice as far as filmmaking because they have been known to use large budgets to make episodes of shows look like movies it's well produced i'm not a big fan of game of thrones but they've really produced it well that show and i kind of have to admit it's well made it's pretty much well written i've heard a lot of concerns about how um, the latest episodes and seasons of game of thrones have kind of fallen off since they're now no longer adapting books they're just making their own stuff to continue it and i've heard it's gone pretty far downhill but like i'm hoping that they'll be able to pull through and come up with something good they have a good track record of adapting but they don't have the best track record with writing original scripts so i hope that there's um, enough of a universe built up for them to actually you know know what to write um obviously they're probably not going to be like entirely creatively in charge i would assume because you know we have the story group and Everybody at Lucasfilm is uh, very involved with how the story is being made and stuff. So we won't have any, like, horrible missteps. But, you know, there's a bit of a concern there. But it'll be well produced. They're producing it, and they've, you know, they've obviously proven that they can make something that is visually stunning. So that's something. And that works for Star Wars. Um, Another concern is that Game of Thrones overall is a bit too mature maybe for what the star wars universe is supposed to be star wars has always been primarily for kids and that's what it was originally intended for so it would be interesting to see where they're gonna go with that um i'm more concerned about like swear words i guess because the star wars universe has kind of always had its own swear words and i I don't know it'd just be weird to see like an f-bomb being dropped in a star wars movie like that sort of thing i think would be very weird i mean it seems like it fits in game of thrones but i'm just i'm not sure how well that kind of thing will translate but you know jj abrams originally had done a bunch of different stuff and he was able to come over do the force awakens and it fits star wars for the most part so i'm not i'm trying not to be too concerned um but if you are you know maybe be content with the fact that so far 
four out of eight directors who've been hired to direct Star Wars movies have been fired. Um, that includes like the Boba Fett movie with Josh Trank. Uh, let's see, they fired Colin Trevorrow from doing episode nine. They they also fired Phil Lord and Chris Miller from doing the Han Solo movie. So they've they've had this track record of all eight people they've hired to do these movies that are like, you know, in close uh, proximity to coming out. Um, they've fired half of them. Uh, technically, it's three out of seven if you count Phil Lord and Chris Miller as one team because that's what they are. So, you know, if you're very concerned about this, you have actually a pretty good chance that they won't end up making anything and that they'll be fired if their uh, direction is a bit too, you know, far and not really in line with what Star Wars is supposed to be. But, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll get something. Another point is that they have uh, agreed to make it specifically says a series of Star Wars films. Now, going back to the article when they announced the Ryan Johnson trilogy that's coming, they specifically said trilogy. So there's there's a talking point there, at least. It's a series of movies. So my guess is that means it's either three or more. And my guess is maybe more than three, or they just haven't... They haven't really had the talks yet about, like, how much or how little they're going to make. So maybe that's, like, a another point is that we're either... You know, there are either eight unreleased Star Wars movies that have been announced or more. We could have as many as like 10 or even 12 if they do like a six movie series, which would be insane. Um, so there's a lot of Star Wars movies coming. And, uh, you know, just for the record, so far there have only been nine theatrically released live action movies um, in the Star Wars universe. So that's kind of a big deal um, that, you know, we only have nine so far and there are another at least eight that have been announced uh, in, you know, that we'll probably get in the next decade versus, you know, nine over 40 years. There's kind of a talking point there. That's just, is it too much? That's kind of what I'm wondering is, are we going to get to that point where we've had too many Star Wars movies and most people don't care enough that um, they just stop making them? I hope we don't get to that point, but already Star Wars doesn't hold the weight that it used to. Even if you look at like The Force Awakens premiere, um, already like it, that was big. That was a big deal, and people cared, and it had this weight, and it was Star Wars. When Rogue One came out, it was like, eh, I cared. Major fans cared. Lots of people cared, and it did well, but overall, like the hype for Star Wars went down quite a bit from Rogue One. From there, we went to The Last Jedi, which, once again, it was a saga film. It had Rey and Poe, and it had Luke in it, so it's going to be, you know, a big deal. Everybody went to go see it until the negative reception, and it actually hit it very hard in the box office. I think it dropped something like 36 to 40% um, from The Force Awakens, so that's kind of a big deal that these movies are kind of showing a trend of kind of dimming people's interest for star wars um at least for casual fans so i'm we're seeing sort of the same thing with solo where people some people are like yeah that seems cool some people are like that that doesn't seem cool i'm not really into that in fact i don't like it um a lot of people are comparing it to guardians of the galaxy which just shows that people are now looking at marvel as the standard and not star wars well that's not a bad thing per se i mean Marvel makes good movies. It's not the same thing as Star Wars. Star Wars has always been a kind of series that, you know, there's a lot that they show um, and not a lot that they tell you. So you have the story 
and we get these hints of a giant universe that there's so much to explore there that they may or may not ever explore. And just the thought of sitting there, you rewatch movies, and you let your imagination run wild. It's for kids. You let your imagination run wild. That's what it's all about. So getting to see more and more movies fill in every detail could end up being a problem. Um, again, I think there's another interesting point in this article. They just mentioned that it's separate from the Ryan Johnson trilogy and separate from the episodic Skywalker saga. But they do not say it's in a previously unexplored part of the universe, like they said with Ryan Johnson. So with Ryan Johnson, we could get something as crazy as like, you know, the start of the Jedi or going so far as it's like the end of the force, like the end of the universe. Like we could get anything in those series as long as it hasn't been covered. However, this specifically does not say that, which I also do think is interesting. It does, it might not mean anything. It could mean that we could get something like the Old Republic or it would be cool to see a Darth Bane trilogy. I'll admit something any kind of series in the old republic would be neat and i think they would be the right people to make a series about the sith however do we have to keep filling in the details of what we kind of already know again i love star wars my interest in star wars is not dimming i am just as excited for solo as i was for you know like rogue one or something but at the end of the day I just don't want them to oversaturate it to the point that other people don't care. Because Star Wars is not about me. It's not about me as an individual. Um, Star Wars has been a cultural phenomenon that is why it's still around 40 years later. It's because they're a big deal. And if people stop caring because there are so many of them, and because we're filling in too many details in the universe instead of going somewhere new each time, then you know, at the end of the day, like, people aren't going to watch, and they might just not make them anymore. Um, I guess there's a little bit more here. There's, uh, Kathleen Kennedy has a statement. Uh, David and Dan are some of the best storytellers working today. Their command of complex characters, depth of story, and richness of mythology will break new ground and boldly push Star Wars in ways I find incredibly exciting. That's a, a statement from Kathleen Kennedy, um, who's the president of Lucasfilm. So, clearly... It's just a little bit of, uh, it's a good statement for business, and that's not a problem, and that is true, that they have proven that they can handle depth of story, complex characters, richness of mythology, like, they will, they understand that kind of thing, and I think if they can dive into Star Wars in the way they did for Game of Thrones, um, and maybe they, you know, they might be better at adapting, so maybe we'll get, like, a canon version of um, some other part of the, the Star Wars history. My hopes is that it's at least it's either before episode one or it's after episode six and before episode seven. Those are the really like unexplored parts of the series that I want to see because there's just, you know, we've had a lot in between the prequels with the Clone Wars series and everything like literally everything is before episode four. Um, you know, like we have Rebels, we have Rogue One, we have Solo. There's just a lot of stuff there's a lot of comics too everything kind of surrounds before episode four and after um revenge of the sith and i don't want to see anything in the galactic civil war anymore at least personally if i'm talking about what i want i just think we need to get away from those points in history uh as interesting as they are and move on to something um if it's not new because it doesn't seem to indicate that it is new um if it's not something new, at least 
a new take on something. Um, and it's hard to do a new take when you have to stick to the already established visual um, lore that we have for the original trilogy. There's a lot in between six and seven that hasn't been filled in. Like we have enough to know like, oh yeah, there was the, the Battle of Jakku, um, which is when the Empire met its end, if you are um, unaware or more of a casual fan. But that's about as much as we really received. Um, there's a comic series about Poe Dameron trying to find uh, Lor Santeca to find the map to Luke Skywalker like we see him do in Episode 7. Um, stuff like that. But there's not a lot actually filling in how did the Rebellion transition into the New Republic, that kind of thing. I, I would like to see more of that, maybe. But overall, I think the two most interesting places are before the entire saga after the entire saga and like you know number two on the list would be like you know in between six and seven because there's a lot there there's like 30 years of history at the end of the day there's i mean there's a lot coming out between that um a new cartoon that hasn't been um announced but is heavily rumored to come out in fact i think it's maybe it's been confirmed that it's coming out but we don't know what it is and then there's that in their live action show you know, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, there's still Solo, Episode Nine. We have a lot coming, and that's exciting, uh, but I just hope it all comes to fruition, I guess. Um, doesn't get turned down, shot down, or, you know, I don't. I hope creators don't continue to get fired, um, th that we actually see these movies come to the light of the day, because I really, truly think that Lucasfilm, if they don't make all the right decisions, and I don't think they do, they know the general direction for how Star Wars should go, which is remaining accessible to kids, but having these rich, deep characters and um, this mythology of the Force, I think, also is just something really interesting to explore. And apparently that's what they did with the Game of Thrones show. So if David um, Benoeff and D.B. Weiss are able to create something that's as rich and deep as Game of Thrones, but as kid-friendly and colorful as Star Wars, then I think we'll hit the perfect sweet spot. Again, there's there's no announced date for either the Ryan Johnson trilogy or this series of films. So, you know, we don't really know when this stuff is coming out, but it looks like we won't see another saga film after Nine for, I'm going to guess, a decade at the very least. I don't think they're going to announce a saga film for quite a while. I think they want to wait and let the hype build up my question is just, can the hype actually be built up when we're already getting new movies? So um, I guess that's what I think. Just a, kind of a brief thought. Let me know what you think, though. Um, you can tweet me at Revancard on Twitter, R-E-V-A-N-K-A-R-R-D-E. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and you've just randomly managed to hear this. Thank you for listening. I kind of want to make this show more accessible to the casual fans. So if you have any questions or suggestions for things I should include to these episodes so I can make them more accessible, then I'd love to hear that because I want this to be a place that you can learn if you don't know too much and you kind of want to get into it about like the kind of mythology and deeper meaning behind the movies, maybe um, a bit of lore. And if you're just interested in it and you already know stuff, like, I just want this to be an interesting discussion. Um, so, yeah, feel free to also leave me episode suggestions. Again, you can tweet me at Revancard on Twitter. I have uh, an email account that's set up for that kind of thing as well. So, scarifftransmission at gmail.com would work. 
You can find a full archive of the episodes. There are, as of yet, like two, I or three, I guess. That's at scareoftransmission.blogspot.com. And uh, I have another podcast that's just talking about movies, if you're interested in that. That's the Gosh Daniel podcast, at Gosh Daniel Pod on Twitter. So there's that. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. And um, bye, guys.